0: girl jay marie and i'm so excited for you to be here watching and listening to girl talk with jay marie thank you thank you thank you because i have a very 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 special episode for you today as you know it is memorial day weekend so why would I not bring a lovely, incredible girl to the set? Y'all gotta make sure to make some noise, clap it up for my guest co-host today. The British is in the building, baby. British Mendoza, y'all, clap it up, y'all. What up? Hi, girls. Hey, girl, How y'all doing? We <laughs> out here, girl. We out here. So I'm excited for you to be here today for several reasons, primarily because we are celebrating Memorial Day. And I know you have done so many things, and today's episode is simply surrounded around service. And with that being said, it's called Service Doesn't Stop With Your Country. We have a lady and a service on this show today, y'all. We're going to get right into it. So with that being said, the first segment we like to do here on the show, British, it's called prayer on the spot segment. Let me tell you why, because I just believe prayer is powerful. We like to give people a scripture that they can hold on to, that they can take to their prayer closet, and that they can utilize for the rest of their week or the rest of their lives, really. So this scripture, it comes from one of my favorite, favorite books, and this is my favorite verse, like one of them besides Romans eight twenty eight y'all already know that okay so this scripture is from joshua one and nine so go ahead and get your bibles out no i'm just y'all, y'all already know go ahead and get your bibles out but no seriously this scripture is so powerful and relevant to today's episode as well as what we'll be talking about for the rest of this episode so joshua one and nine it says be of good courage Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. The Lord is going to go with you wherever you go. I need to say that one more time. I'm going to make sure to make it more fluid for y'all. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. For the Lord is going to go with you wherever you go. And y'all, it's a very powerful and important word because it's not just for what happens whenever you are out serving our country, but it also applies to everything you do in your lives. Right now, we are dealing in some scary times. It's not always going to feel good. You might have to do some stuff to make you uncomfortable, but this is a strong scripture for you to stand on. So Joshua, Joshua 1 and 9, y'all, take it into your heart. Take it into your prayer classes. Ask God to help you be strong and be courageous because this woman who is here with us today, I mean, that's exactly what she done. So I just want to thank you so much for your service, and I just want you to know that we appreciate you, British. We thank you that you are so powerful in more ways than one. How do you feel about that scripture? What does it do to you when you hear about being strong and being
1: courageous? Oh well, um, well, I um, thank you for having thank me you for me. Cheryl. Cheryl. Mm-hmm. I am honored. honestly honored. I'm out of so <laughs> um, but. When I think of being courageous, um, I honestly always think about just God in general and and knowing that I can use my faith to lean on him in whatever. I mean, yes, I served this country and yes, I deployed twice and I've been to Afghanistan and I've been in the middle of war. Um, But I honestly didn't understand what war was until spiritual warfare came about so that war physical war i can handle spiritual warfare something completely different and something that really tested my faith so just knowing that i have that word to lean on every time that i need to know like where can i pull my strength from mm-hmm. it's the greatest there's no there's nothing greater than the textbook of that word it, like that bible there's nothing greater come on girls amen
0: because man is going to want to listen simply because it's girl talk and that's wisdom right there so i I love that you brought that up because that's exactly what i wanted to go into uh talking about how your life has been impacted even spiritually what you've done naturally so the first thing i want to do before we go into that area i wanted to ask you a couple of things now this is our segment we like to call the quick three with jay marie now (laughs) <laughs> it's just an opportunity for us to get to know you, so that our guests, or excuse me, our listeners, can be a little bit more familiar with who you are, and we can be a little bit more intimate, and everybody can just feel comfortable. So, girls, listen up, because these are some fun questions. Now, question number one:
1: Who is your hero? Ooh, who is my hero? Uh, probably I would say my grandmother um for sure because she took on a role that she did not have to take on because she did not birth me so um and I'm so grateful for my mom me and her having like that's she's my favorite but my grandmother raised me yeah up until a certain age and then my mom was able to take over but my grandmother took on a role that she did not you know she she had already had experience and that she didn't have to do that if she didn't want to you know what I mean and so just knowing that she cares so much. I mean, my my grandmother named me. The reason my name is British is because of her. So, if it wasn't for her, I don't know what my name would be. But, yeah, my grandmother for sure.
0: Good job, Grandma, because we love the name British for the record. I think it's so dope. It's such an artist name. And speaking of that, our question number two, I promise this was question number two for British, y'all. I'm not kidding. And she brought this up. So, if I'm like hopefully this isn't the answer but anyways question number two mm-hmm. have you ever had a nickname and if so what was it
1: uh yeah I've had, I've had a few nicknames <laughs> um but growing up it was always Britt Brick, Brick. Was, yeah that's the easiest yep
0: Britt <laughs> Britt is easy I have a friend named Britt. well some people call her Brick Brick but you might gotta be real close to give that kind of nickname yeah. everybody don't know that nickname <laughs>
1: I'm like everybody, family, everybody else was so intrigued with my real name that they would call it full out but family is like are British, you British Mendoza I'm like I want to say the whole
0: thing like that whole name just sounds like <laughs> my, my middle name
1: too. people were always like my entire name is is a country so can we, uh,
0: can we get the middle name or is that is sure.
1: so <laughs> my middle, my name is my full name is British Sierra Leone Mendoza
0: now, wait a minute. Okay, so is there, now this is off the three, I see it was supposed to be quick three for a reason. Is this off of, like, is it your ethnicity or is it somebody that just, your grandmother just named you something that was fly? How did how did this
1: name come up? So, my mom's name is Miami. Uh, oh, okay. So <laughs> It was grandma. My mom's <laughs> name is Miami, And then her dad named her, and I guess since my grandmother didn't get to name my mom, she was like, oh, first child, I'm naming her. So, British, my mom was in school when she had me, so Sierra Leone, it's actually pronounced Sierra Leone. The hi- I have a hyphen over or accent over one of the e's. And then um, Mendoza's my dad's last name, and he's Filipino. I P-
0: love this. Yeah. It's such a sexy, quote. <laughs> Ooh, it, it feels like I promise your swag matches your name. It's like they knew. They knew where are you from. Let the people know where you're from. I'm from the A. <laughs> I'm from the yeah, a- she be a- rapping. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. She be rapping. Okay. I'm those do not count as the questions. I'm going to question number three right now, y'all. Question number three. What is the proudest moment of your life thus
1: far? Like, thus far, what makes you the proudest? Oh, thus far. It used to be that I was served in the military, but honestly, it's that I'm serving on a worship team um, in the capacity that I am. I grew up in church. I was, I grew up, you know, singing in the choir, but I was never, like, a, a leader, and it was always because I was so shy of my gift. Um, mm-hmm. and so I never, they were like, always try to pass me the mic. I'm like, Mm-mm, I don't know what y'all talking about. That ain't what I want or whatever. And so when I joined the worship team that I'm on right now, it causes you to be, although I'm still singing background in a sense, mm-hmm. um, it still causes you to be like the forefront of who God is and what worship looks like and how to get to the center of Jesus. So that's probably my most proud, uh, moment for sure. It's just being what? the worship team and, and. and Answering the call to my gift, because for so long I was like, no, not at all. I was so shy.
0: And I'm curious, like, so how did you break out of being shy? Now that was question. That was already three questions. We rolling right into our segment, y'all. And as I told you, this is bigger than just serving your country, because this woman also serves the Lord. She is a service servant altogether. So that's what we're here to talk about, and also just her journey is just very powerful. And I want to start kind of where how and where did the God come into play? And then I want to get into something else, but how did you get into, you know, serving the Lord or even just getting saved for that matter?
1: Um, again, my grandmother made sure that I was in the church young. Um, and then I got, I think I got baptized for the first time when I was 16, but that was like, mama said, Hey, we going to church and we getting baptized type of thing. And so, but I was still intrigued and I still new and I still love the Lord and I still believe, but it wasn't until I moved to LA, um, where I was like, no, I got to get, re-. like I'm dedicating my entire life to God and I got baptized at my church and, and, um, it's been uphill from there. And when I say uphill, it's been uphill with the Lord. My life is all over the place, but uphill with the Lord and, and just knowing that, knowing the difference between religion and relationship. So, Yeah.
0: Did you hear what she said, people? Because y'all heard me say something like this very early on in the episodes. A difference between religion and relationship, everybody. Because even though you were introduced by your grandma, it's like you still had to build your own relationship with God so that it seemed to be, like, real. Because if not, it's just religion because you're doing what somebody else told you to do. This is how it's supposed to be. This is what everybody does. And there is a difference people. There is a difference. It does not have to be this little technical thing. You have to build an organic relationship just like you would with anybody else. And so British, I just want to ask this. like, What was your decision when it came to... What was your decision when it came to joining into the service? Like that's a huge thing. And today, you don't really hear nobody for that matter. I don't know anybody. I know one dude that I was talking to. Um, I know one dude that was already in the service before I met him. So he's serving right now. Bless his heart. He's deployed, and, and God cover him. But he's a Marine. And so it was like nobody else that I knew. I mean, I'm grown, grown. Like, I didn't know people outside of my daddy who served. He served in the Army. How did you get? And what 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 was it? What led you
1: to do it? And tell me that story. You know what's so crazy? Um, so in high school I joined ROTC. But mm-hmm. the only reason why I joined is because I used to spend summers with my godmom and she was in the air force. Um ah. And so, and she was married to a guy who was in the Navy, and I just loved their lifestyle. I loved what it what it brought for them. And I wasn't really interested in the military before then because my grandfather was actually in the Navy during mm-hmm. ooh, I don't know where it was, but it was a long time ago. And um, he actually went AWOL because he was a black man serving in the Navy, and it wasn't, you know, segregation and all of that was still very much a thing back then. And so, he actually left and and disappeared for 12 years. And so to me, I wasn't trying to join that. You know what I'm saying? But when I saw my godmother in it, um, it kind of intrigued me. So I joined ROTC in high school, did three years of that. And then my uh, instructors at the time was like, you would be a perfect fit. Talked to a recruiter. The recruiter got me, took the test, and he was like, you qualify for the top jobs. Um And one of the things he also said was, you'll never deploy. So I'm like, perfect. I got the top job. And I'll Wait never. The minute, though? Yeah. And so I joined. And as soon as I joined, a year after I went on my first deployment, and then I never stopped after that. Oh, my God. And I was God. there for six years. Where was the first deployment? Afghanistan. Jesus. <laughs> okay.
0: So this is how the, this story already just took. Now, did you know God in that
1: time? Like, were you in a relationship? I didn't know God. I did. Um, I wouldn't say that I have, I had the relationship that I have now. Mm-hmm. I definitely prayed. I definitely went to church from time to time. Um, But I was more focused on, 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 honestly, I was more focused on the career in the military than I was on my relationship with God. So.
0: So I just asked that because that is where and, and it's such a good story because I'm like, oh my gosh, you are doing something that I like I said, I don't know anybody else. And as a woman doing this, a beautiful woman at that, like how did that okay? I'm because I'm gonna come back to it. My producer is sending me messages. I'm gonna get back on track. But how did that work? Like, what was it like? And and I'm just being real nosy right now, but like What's it like? Were you only with women? Like, can you date while you're doing this? I be I'm like, I'm thirsty sometimes, God. Like, how's this gonna work? Do you not get
1: to date because you are in the military? What? (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny. Um, so dating is actually big in the military. Like mugs get married, because you get all of these benefits. I guess like as soon as people get in the military, they're like, Oh, I can get married, I can get benefits for so and so when I'm deployed my benefits go up, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, the dating part for me, I was again, more focused on the career
0: mm-hmm. than
1: I was anything else. So, um, try to date non-existent for me because I was, always traveling. I was literally, I was, I was gone at least once or twice each year and for months at a time. So I, it wasn't, it wasn't possible for me. Um, but yeah, I think that answered that question right <laughs> that is question because
0: i was just curious about this did anybody like try to stop you when you said you were gonna join it anybody like
1: no don't do don't do that no no my family was for it because they they were how do i tell my family business without telling my family business? so we didn't grow up in the so i'm 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 claim atlanta i'm from atlanta i know atlanta i was born in pensacola florida though and that's where my grandmother raised me until I was about eight. Then we moved to Atlanta. Uh, so, Pensacola, Florida, if you've ever been there, is not the most glorious. I mean, it's it's nice. People go there for beaches. Like the beaches are, amazing. but it's not like uh, what do you have? Low class, middle class. It's not the highest class of people unless you're retired. So I wasn't the highest class of people. And so what I knew was the country. That's all I knew. And so me getting out and into the world, like we didn't travel much. When we did travel, it was up and down Florida and then to Georgia. That was about it. And then maybe to Maryland because I had an aunt that stayed there. But we didn't get to see too much of the world. And so when I was going out, my family was all for it. They was like, we we are excited for you. Of course, you know, I had told them the same thing my my recruiter told me. I wasn't deploying. So they didn't have anything to worry about. Um... (laughs) And yeah, so it was it was all good. They were all for it until I told them I had to deploy and they were like, Wait, what? And I was also like, Wait, what? But took it on and did it more than once. So
0: Okay. So what was this like most the scariest moment when you were out? If there was one, what was it?
1: Oh, for sure. So um I'll never forget this story and I'll tell this story as much as I can. But um my second deployment, I was going out to one of the worst places you can go to at the time because this place got attacked a lot, right? And so before I was leaving, um, I had a couple of people that had been there before and was like, you know, you got to be vigilant. Just um, know what's going on. Know what's, know your surroundings. Get connected with the people there because those are the people that you're going to need to lean on just in case you guys get attacked or whatever. And I was hearing all of this negative stuff. No positives about this place whatsoever, Right. And so, again, I knew the Lord just wasn't in relationship with him like I, I am now, but I prayed about it. And then I just was like, I'm, I got to go. Like, I there. I can't back out of it. I already signed the papers. So um, I get out there. And before you before you go to certain places and I'm going to say you have to stop at a at a at a certain place. So I stopped there again. I'm hearing all this bad news. Like, are you prepared? Like, you know, do you need anything? Blah, blah, blah. And the day before I got to this particular place, they got attacked. Right. And so I'm like, Oh snap, what they were saying was true. But again, I'm not, somehow I, I didn't allow that stuff to like fuel me. Like mm-hmm. spiritual warfare wasn't upon me during that time. I didn't even. I really didn't even know what spiritual warfare was back then, but it wasn't something that like, a, it, that wasn't something that attacked my mind. So I was just like, well, I got to do it. Like I'm, we all—I had this mentality of we all gonna die one day. So if if I have to die here, this is my story, you know. And I did exactly what I was supposed to do on Earth. So the next day I go out there and I'm out here for months. Not once while I was out there did we get attacked. Not once. Not one single time. And this is supposed to be the workplace you can go to in Afghanistan. And I kid you not, the day after I left, they got attacked again. Angels. Angels. So, uh, It was, that was probably the most scary, just knowing that I'm going to one of the worst places and at any time we can get attacked and at any time, because I think the day before I passed somebody, I mean, the the day before I got there, somebody passed away in that attack. So, um, that was probably the most scary, but other than that, I don't remember, I think while I was out there, the places that I was at, probably, that, that second deployment, no attacks, the first one, maybe like two, um, but I was far from the scene. So it it had no impact on me, but so, so when you're out there, right, do you feel like as a
0: woman, like, do you feel like you get treated any differently or do you feel like there's there's things that you had to do different from what a man would have to do being the being out there amongst
1: people where it's dangerous and, and you're in another country. So luckily, luckily for me, I had one of the most blessed jobs. Like the most cushioned jobs you can have. I can't really tell you what that was, but I had a a job that required me to be respected because you would have to come to me to get the information that you would need to do your job. So, um, and I always, whenever I deployed, I always deployed by myself. It was never with the team. So when I would go out there, they knew I was coming. Hey, you sit here. We got you all set up. If you need anything, let us know. And then I was able to gain families through stuff like that because it was respect from the get go. It wasn't they didn't care that I was female. You know, they didn't care that I was in the Air Force because a lot of people get clowned for being in the Air Force because they call it the chair force. <laughs> um, But I, I didn't have any of those those issues. Like I tell people all the time I have one of the most blessed and lucky careers you can have in the military because it's so many people that fight years to have what I had in my first six years favor man yeah nothing but favor so and this is
0: how you end up turning everything into what it's turned into so i i I, what you just told me it just gives me enough to go into this this is what you brought up earlier in the show you know the strength that it takes the courage that it takes to do something like this and i'm gonna stop and say this again Thank you to all of our veterans. Thank you to the people who allow their families, like British's family, to go out and put their lives on the line, literally. I know this is a day where so many of us will get together and we'll be with our families and we'll be barbecuing. Well, I think it's going to be a lot different this year, but, you know, we're still going to be sneaking and doing it. So the people who still doing it. I just want you to know, ultimately, it's because these people have gone out and laid their lives on the line in whatever capacity that they've done that. So I want you to take a moment when you hear this. Take a moment. Stop and say a prayer. Stop and say thank you. Find out how you can service veterans. Find out how you can service widows to people who had uh, relatives that were in the military and they're no longer here because it is a thing you guys and it has happened and it is a devastating thing to people whose family don't come home i mean you see these stories all the time right now british where um like the parents like i love i'm such a punk i cry about everything like i'm a cry person whenever i watch movies or anything like that so i was watching this thing on facebook um this person has shared something where they were surprising their mom and you know, they have so many feel good things. And then my algorithm puts all those things in my face, but girl, I was a, cause they like, for whatever reason they got to come home and their mama was working and they came and surprised and She just like, you know, pretty much like fell out, but it's like, Oh my God, my heart is so touched. And so I just thank you again. Thank you to all those who serve. And I want to ask this now, like, Based on what you did and how strong you were and how, you know, how your mind had to be before you got into the relationship that you have now with God. How did that translate? Say now that we talked about this, it's no more natural warfare, but you in the spiritual battle that you are aware of. And I think the spiritual battle is always different when you know it's there. It's different when you don't know that the fight is happening, that the war is happening between the angels and the demons, that the war is happening with your flesh and your spirit. But now that you know, what did you see and how do you handle it based on what you've dr- like learned or can apply from the service that you've done in the military to your life spiritually? Like, what kind of battle? How do you go to war in the spirit?
1: That's my question. Oh, that's a good question. You, oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how do you go to war in the oh, So um just recently I had to like look this up because I'm like nah, something is not right like I don't feel right the atmosphere isn't right even though I'm in the atmosphere of my own home by myself and I haven't been anywhere because of quarantine um but I'm like something something isn't right and so I literally went to YouTube because so I'm like what exactly is spiritual warfare what does that look like um and I had already had like prior knowledge on it, but I just wanted to have... It, it's something about hearing somebody else's testimony that helps you like understand, right? And so I went to this YouTube. I don't even know the girl's name, but I ended up watching, and she was like, three tips to know that you're in spiritual warfare. And the first one was confusion. And I was mm-hmm. like... That, that was enough for me. I didn't even have to you watch... You could turned it off after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't even have to watch the rest of the video, because I'm like, I know like I'm confused right now. Right? And so the way that I get through spiritual warfare and the way that I have been getting through it and not even realizing that it was spiritual warfare. is just going to the word. Like, mm-hmm. and it's I'm not, I'm not even going to trip or try to um, make it seem like it's something that it's not, but sometimes it's hard for me to read the word. Mm-hmm. Because, That's warfare right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's spiritual warfare. I'm just like, what am I reading? Lord? Like what? What do you want me to read? How do I meditate on this and stuff like that? But honestly, I will pace, pace in my house, like, and just start speaking to God and worshiping and singing songs. I, I mean, I will sing a song to God all day long. Like that is, that has always been my thing, but it, it had become, I don't know what the word, it had become like too comfortable for me. So I'm like, no, Lord, you need to draw me out of that comfort zone. What is something so I know that I'm getting to the source? Because like I say, I can sing any song and be like, whatever. But he was like, no, you need to go to that word. And so thank God for uh, you. Is, is it you verse? The Bible. Yeah. Yep. Thank God for that. Because they, yes. they have a plan for everything. You have a plan for whatever you can literally type in whatever you're feeling and a plan will pop up. And so that's something I exercise those plans i exercise um praying i'm learning how to exercise meditating i'm a natural thinker my job in the military was an analyst and so um and I, I, I,
0: think,
1: I can say that much so I, and I analysts just tend to think a lot and so um I, just, I
0: dated one of those jesus because y'all are special boy i'm trying yeah. to t-
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm t- I am mean, I will think it out. And, and I also had to learn too, how to take those thoughts and put them down on paper. Cause I'm not, a, am a great thinker, but I'm not a good journalist. And so journal, journal, person who journals. So, um, no, but that so I, makes had to, sense. I had to figure it out. Yeah. I had to get it out of my head. Cause I'm like, I, I'm thinking too much. So now what I do is I'll write it down. Like I have a, uh, I'll type it down because I'm not a pen pen and paper person. But um, on my laptop, I have my notes thing, and I'll go into my notes, and I have one specifically called Intimacy with God. And I'll just type out everything that I'm thinking, and it just helps me calm down, knowing that the spiritual warfare is still there because the devil is forever present. But there was one um, worship session that I watched. I wish I remembered the name on YouTube. And at the end of it, this guy explained how one of his friends – sat two chairs down and one of the chairs was for him and the other chair was for the devil and he sat in front of the chair that was that was for the devil and was like you're going to watch me worship the lord <laughs> and now that's how i feel like whenever i'm typing like you're going to watch me worship the lord through my thoughts right here on this paper you're going to watch me worship the lord while i'm pacing you're going to watch me worship the lord while i'm watching my youtube getting my worship on like you're going to watch me worship the lord cuz i know you're trying to affect yeah. our relationship, and I just can't let that happen, so.
0: Ooh, you talk about yeah. on the devil, that is good, and yeah. if y'all take this into perspective, my girls and my wise men that are listening, take that and keep it in your hearts, because that is exactly what it's about. If you keep your butt in worship and prayer and whatever the case may be, it might seem to be a small thing. You know, warfare, it can start with a baby thing and end up being blown up. That's why you gotta try not to give them a foothold. Like, it's not easy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, sitting in a room right now with quarantine happening, it's even harder to fight because you're not able to do the things you normally do. But I love that worship, In front of him remember that's what you're doing sit that chair up up, whatever you got to do to remind yourself Mm -hmm. and spiritual worship we're gonna go ahead and get ready to talk about the last thing that i want to bring to the table because i appreciate your time and you being here with us it is such a blessing so we want to talk about your music now you are i don't know what the shy thing was about because I've seen her perform live, y'all. And I'm going to tell you right now, it was a hype song, though. So it wasn't like it was like, oh, worship or whatever. But I'm going to tell you right now, it was Liddy. So she ain't she ain't look shy. I don't know where that came from. I don't know who said that was a lie. So it's like right now, the, the artist that you are, I'm so grateful that you broke out of your shell, whatever that shell was. I would just love to know, what do you want people to get when they hear your music? And please tell us what you're working on right now or what you just completed.
1: Um, So the number one thing that I always want people to get through my music is healing, whatever that means for you. And I'm a worship leader at a church, but I don't just do worship music. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, healing through I think some I have a song called A2, A two A to L.A. And somebody texted me and was like, I love this song. Like, this is a movement that I've been trying to make happen. I've been trying to move from Atlanta to L.A. I just feel like that's the calling. And it's just helped me so much, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I was, that song of all songs was not something I was expecting to heal. <laughs> like, it's just a fun song for me. And it was just you know, a, a fun story. And so um, that's just always, that's just always healing, healing through the music or some type of insight from God. And I don't believe that you have to just get that through worship music, which is why I don't just do worship music. Um, But yeah. And so what I'm working on right now is I'm working on, I don't, I haven't decided if it's an EP or album yet. Mm -hmm. Um, it's most likely going to be EP, but, um, I'm working on a EP, just kind of like my life story or my life journey sort of, um, all about crazy enough is about warfare. So the spiritual side, the physical side. That's your it's Okay. Just okay. Scary side. <laughs> um, but just getting past those and um and you know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's kind of it's my it's my therapy right now until I can get my. I, that's hit. our therapy, okay?
0: That's why I have this <laughs> segment on my show. I am obsessed with music and I'm not a musician, so I appreciate people like you who have a gift and you share it to the rest of us. I have to say, your song, Your Hands, is like I'm obsessed with that song. And it it, it when I tell you that I I listen to it, it's already it's like hundred percent star quality. So whatever it is you feel like singing, feel free. But can you bless us? With a little something, a rap, a song. Do oh Lord. So okay. Believe.
1: Uh I guess I'll do the first verse of that song. Um, ooh, okay, cool. I'm such a I knew you was gonna do it because I kinda pressured you. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> um so the song is called Your Hands and it's basically exactly what the title says. Everything's in God's hands. So um <clears throat> Ooh, Lord, my do it scary, Lord. Okay. <laughs> there is a place I can call home. There is a space I'm not alone. There is a grace I am made for. It's in your hands. It's in your hands.
0: Listen, get on Amazon Music, y'all. Get on, what else is it on, British? Where else can Uh, they find?
1: It's on Amazon Music, all all of them, Spotify.
0: Every platform, Amazon Music, YouTube, (laughs) uh, Spotify, get on there. Download 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 get her all, all the music she has just get her music she got hype music she got spiritual stuff she got whatever you need i'm telling you I, i'm only bringing people here that y'all gonna want to hear from later i promise you that i would never ever set you up for failure this song will slay you quickly it'll take you out and as you can hear she can sing okay with nothing she can sing i don't Every, even know how i can find it like so No, you sound perfectly fine, but You have no idea. And this is only because we're not in the studio. Trust me, when we're in the studio, you coming back. And I just want y'all to be clapping up one more time for our guest slash musical artist, as you can see. The beautiful British, y'all. I love her. She just, she's like somebody I want to be my friend. Like, you know how you have people you you wouldn't be friends with? She one of them. So I want you to follow her. Her information will be below. Make sure you keep up with what she's doing. Thank you so much for your service. Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Girls! Shout out to the girls. (laughs) All right, y'all. We are wrapping up this episode. I just want to say thank you again for watching and listening. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for sharing. Make sure you follow, like, subscribe to Girl Talk with Jay Marie. As you know, I'm your girl, Jay Marie, your little crazy, kind of cool, kind of sexy else, something like that. And, yes, y'all, it's Girl Talk, but because it's Girl Talk, a wise man is going to want to listen. Now, let me just tell you something. You are still here. That means you have the opportunity to create your own happy ending. Please do not give up. Be strong and be courageous because God is with you. And y'all, so are we. We got your back now. You watching Girl Talk with Jay-Marie. Till next time. Uh Aha.